Good morning, everybody. This is the Marcus Today Members Podcast coming at you on the last trading day of April, 28th of April, Friday. This is general advice only, not to be confused with advice suited to your personal financial circumstances. And yes, a big day overnight on Wall Street. And I was kicking myself that we sold Macquarie this week, but there hasn't been a lot of follow through in our market, has to be said. Our market up 35, still a solid performance, I suppose. Macquarie up 1%, and our dividend strips, NAB, ANZ, and Westpac all up 1, 1.3 and 1.3%. So that's doing very nicely in our ideas portfolio. The big news overnight, of course, was the 13% rise in Meta or Facebook, which is the sixth biggest stock in the US. They have had results, and this follows Microsoft this week, which had results and was up 7% the day before yesterday. It was up another 3% last night, so it's up 10%. And there is a bit of a phenomenon going on. It was bound to happen. I seem to remember at the beginning of this year when I wrote the traditional annual article about post-it notes, which is about... Things you needed to know last year that you wish someone had stuck a post-it note saying something simple on your trading screen on the 1st of January last year. And last year it would have been buy a coal stock, for instance. Avoid technology stocks in the US. Avoid the market might have been a good one. Buy lithium would have been another one. But this year, we have to guess what the post-it notes are for 2023. And my guess... In that article in December last year, of course, said lithium, which is proving to be not so flash just recently, but still a theme. But the other one was, of course, AI is coming. And have a read of the article in the AFR today, which sort of sums it up. The Chanticleer article says Microsoft's AI-driven surge could keep rally running. There is something going on, which is doubtless going to be a post-it note for 2023, and that is... AI is driving some of the big tech stocks in the US. Now, the biggest tech stocks in the US are Apple. They are not really in the AI space, but the next biggest stocks are Microsoft. They are Alphabet or Google. They are Amazon. They are NVIDIA. They are Meta. They are. Tesla isn't. And the other one a bit further down the list is Salesforce. And the AFR points out that those six companies alone have accounted for half of the 8% rise in the S&P 500 this year. So the rock in a sock is all the big tech stocks in the US market. And they are driving the index level, driving the recovery. We have come a long way from the big tech sell-off last year where the sector fell or the NASDAQ fell 33%. All coming back now, NASDAQ's up about 15% so far this year, driven by those stocks. And is there an AI ETF yet? There isn't in Australia as far as I know. But you could do something similar just by buying the traditional FANGs plus ETF, F-A-N-G, or simply buying the NASDAQ, which we have in the strategy portfolio. IHVV is the hedge NASDAQ exposure, or you could just buy the S&P 500, IVV or IHVV for the hedged one. And we hold IHVV in the strategy portfolio as well. So I'm pretty happy with this AI theme that's blown up 
this week with the results in the US because we already have an exposure. 60% of the strategy portfolio is exposed to the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ. The market, of course, is all about identifying sentiment peaks and troughs. And there is doubtless a bit of a sentiment peak happening in AI at the very mo- at this very moment. But there is no doubt this is a business stream with a lot of blue sky to go. If you are not using chat GPT in business, then you are going to be in the minority very quickly. I quite like the idea of AI because AI is only ever going to regurgitate rather than create. And we are in the creation game, Henry and myself. So you lot write your articles with AI, do us a favor. But let me tell you, if you have not embraced AI at all yet in business, you'd better start. And this is what's happening. Also, it is keeping people on their mobile phones. And one of the themes in the meta results was that the time spent on Messenger, WhatsApp, Instagram is accelerating because of AI. So let's not go on too much about AI, but that is clearly the theme and it's likely to persist and you can get an exposure through ETFs in Australia. And as usual with the ETF industry, no doubt, just as the AI theme peaks, we will get some AI ETFs in Australia. But the point to make in strategy, and Henry's got the same point, he's confused, he says. Apart from the meta bounce, most of the stuff overnight was pretty shabby. There was a weaker than expected GDP number, which had a higher than expected inflation component to it. And the chances of the Fed raising rates next week rose from 72% to 87% last night on the back of that GDP number. And yet the market goes up. And as Henry summarizes, and I agree, one meta result does not make an ASX bull market. Plus, if you have a look through our technical sell signals today... There are a lot of them. So short term, apart from the move today, before today and before the jump in the US last night, there were sell signals on the ASX 200, the All Ordinaries Index, the Dow Jones, the S&P 500, and all the ETFs over the markets, including the leveraged ones, Gear, GGUS, IHVV, Resources Sector, A200, VAS, IOC, IOZ, sorry. And there are buy signals on all these shorting ETFs, so BBUS, BBOS, and BEAR. So this one-day rally flies in the face of the recent trend and the recent mood. We'll see what all the sell signals look like tomorrow morning. But judging from our market, they're not going to disappear. And as we do roll into May, things are likely to tire a little bit. It is seasonally the beginning of the worst couple of months of the year. Not that I'm superstitious, but we do seem to be running out of momentum And we've got a very busy week tomorrow, uh, tomorrow, we're a very busy week next week. We've got the FOMC on Thursday morning our time, very likely to raise rates. We've got the RBA on Tuesday, unlikely to raise rates after the CPI number this week. In fact, according to the ASX's RBA rate tracker, there is zero chance of the RBA raising rates next week. You never know. They might just top it all off with one last rate rise. And then next week, we've also got the big bank results starting and Macquarie's results next week as well. And of course, we've got all the US results. So plenty going on next week. But the bottom line message is 
not going to jump into the market on the back of one good night on Wall Street, which was possibly just one great set of results on Wall Street. One swallow does not make a summer. In the portfolios at the moment, as I say, very happy with the exposures we've got in the strategy portfolio. 60% of our market exposure is in the S&P 500 and NASDAQ at the moment. So having a good day today in that portfolio. In the Macquarie-only portfolio, I was rather concerned that Macquarie was going to fly today, but it doesn't look like we've missed too much. It's up up about 1.2%, but the rest of the bank's doing very nicely in our ideas portfolio. Of course, we're holding dividend strips in NAB, ANZ and Westpac, and they are all up today. 1%, 1.5%, 1.4%. So looking good there. So reasonably comfortable with everything on the portfolios front. I feel like a bit of a chicken not taking the risk on the Macquarie, on the Macquarie results next Friday, but... We're after making money in a relaxed fashion, not crossing our fingers, and we'd be crossing our fingers into the Macquarie results next week. They can go either way. They are generally conservative with their guidance, so they can say stuff which understates things and the market can react badly. And the other thing that's just worrying me is those Bank of Queensland results, which if you look at the chart in my section today, it is looking horrible. They, of course, reported the mortgage wars and that message might come through a little bit louder with the big bank results next week. I think Macquarie will probably be one of the winners out of the mortgage wars, quite honestly, but that is a bit of a risk. So just out of Macquarie ahead of the results. We will sleep at night on Thursday anyway. Right, other stuff in Henry's section. As I say, he's a a little confused at the moment about the one-day bounce. He's covered the Pilbara Minerals quarterly results, which were out last night, and the share price is up something like 5% today. I keep looking at that chart, which keeps generally performing very well in the face of a falling lithium price. But Henry's onto it. He's a bit of a bull. He also addresses the Harry Kane portfolio. And today he has his podcast with Peter Gray, the CEO of or the founder of Zip. Have a, a listen of that. And he has a link to his on the call section on Ausbiz yesterday, where he covered 10 stocks, including Cochlear, Neuron Pharmaceuticals and Pharmaceuticals and Liontown Resources, to mention a few. If you look in our technical scan section today, you'll see all the sell signals on the S&P 500 and the ASX 200, the Dow Jones. As I say, they do fly in the face of what happened overnight, but we just have to see if that one-day rally embeds itself over the next week or so. Also in that section, there is a sell signal, short-term sell signal on the CBA, which gave me the opportunity to talk to you about daily sell signals versus weekly sell signals. If you look at the daily chart of the CBA, yes, there's a sell signal, but look at the weekly chart, you'd never be selling that. So whenever you're looking at daily signals, you probably need to step back and just keep an eye on the general trend on the weekly charts. On our setup, we always have a weekly chart next to a daily chart, so we can very quickly gauge whether this is a meaningful daily signal or just a piece of noise. Right, that's about that. Now, in good news for Melbourne members, we are holding members' drinks on May the 18th in South Yarra. I will have an invitation for you to register your interest. We will have, can you believe it, $3,000 over the bar. Once you've drunk that, you can bloody well pay for your own drinks. But that will be on May the 18th, three weeks away, in South Yarra. 
Thursday night. It is in the style of Henry Jennings. Henry will be down for that as well. No presentations, just an opportunity to rub shoulders with other members, talk stock market, meet us, have a drink few canapes as well. Usual stuff. Anyway, click on the link to register your interest. That will doubtless fill up extremely quickly. So better be quick. I will include it in the weekend email tomorrow. I'll also include an article about sell in May and go away. Typical stuff. Otherwise, that's about it. You have a fabulous day. I'll be back with a weekend email. Don't forget Henry's On The Couch podcast with the CEO of Zip. You have a good day. I'll be back Tuesday.